Welcome to Thirsty Thursdays at the Black Sheep. Um, tonight we have Fuck Buddies podcast. It is a Canadian podcast award-winning sex and dating advice podcast. It is Dan Miller and Nell Spain, and they are your fuck buddies. Please give them a huge round of applause. adults smooth entrance i love having a bunch of people watching as i scoot in like a toddler Mm -hmm. at a table i don't belong at yeah it's nice that we have high chairs though so we really just like play into it we did it hello friends my name is dave miller and i'm now spain and we're your fuck buddies we are a sex and dating advice show where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online from our wonderful listeners or at the halfway point from you guys. As you'll see on your tables, you got a little, little bit of paper you can scrawl on. And we answer them right here, right now, or every Monday on our podcast. I will say your questions will also be anonymous, so don't worry, we won't, uh, we won't call you out. I promise. Unless you want us to. Unless you want us to. We will do that. If that's your king, we're not going to shame you. Uh, Do we have anyone here who hasn't listened to the show before? No shame. Okay. We got one person. Love Love the honesty. Okay. We got a couple people. We got a couple people. Um, I was really hoping there would be more people, like people on dates who are just Mm -hmm. here and they're like, why is that man talking about cum so much? (laughs) You missed last month where we did talk about cum and piss interchangeably and often together way too much. Uh, we might also do that again today. Who There's knows? no promises here, kids. No, not at all. I will let you know a few things about today. Obviously, keep drinking, keep eating. Don't worry that the show is going on. We're, we're cool. Uh, if you take pictures and post and tag us, you will be entered into our shots competition. So what that means is we will randomly give a table or two some shots at the halfway point if you put us on social media. So make sure you, you do two things in order to qualify. You have to tag us. F Buddies podcast, and you have to tag the bar, Black Sheep T.O. If you don't tag them, you don't win anything. So make sure you tag them. Um, should we do a question? No, I'm, I'm done. Okay. No, yeah, let's go. Uh, I can start us off. I don't have a question asker on this one, but they say, I'm trying to propose to my girlfriend, but she won't read the goddamn letter. So basically, I'm a 24-year-old male trying to propose to my girlfriend, 21-year-old female of 14 months. That may be fast for some people, but it feels natural in our relationship. And the method I'm using is a Christmas love letter. It's a letter made up of 14 small paragraphs, with each one beginning with a letter that is in a different font, size, but also underlined. The letters spell, will you marry me? And the last paragraph mentions a hidden set of love letters, just in case she didn't get it. But every time I find a good moment to present her with it, she keeps saying, I'll get around to reading it, and she won't freaking read the damn letter. It's so frustrating, and I've been working on this letter for weeks, and I don't know how to get her to read it naturally, short of saying, for God's sake, it's a wedding proposal. I feel this woman's energy, because anyone who's ever texted me knows that, yep, I'll get around to it. This is very helpful when you have multiple podcasts together and need to plan things. I'll get there. (laughs) Um, Okay. This is... A creative proposal? Much much in the way that a third grade poem contest (laughs) 
is creative. Like, I'm thinking, I, I, we talked about this the other day, actually. What is that? Does anyone remember ac acronistic poem? Is that it? We can, acrostic. Thank you. We got one poetry nerd Hell in here. Yeah. We love it. Um, I, the, I, there's nothing sexy about acrostic poetry. <laughs> I'm sorry, there isn't. It's the second I see it and hear it, I just think immediately elementary school because that is literally the only time I've ever thought about mm -hmm. acrostic poetry. Well, I've never heard that term before, so. Well, you're not as cultured as I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I love that this guy is very, very proud of this letter because he does mention how many fonts he used. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but nothing would make me say no to a proposal faster than if this motherfucker, yeah, if he's got yeah. Comic Sans on there, yeah, like he's just like by line fourteen, he's like, "Fuck, man, I've used well, Helvetica." That's the I've thing. I've got Arial in you there. You start at the top, which is obviously the best font, Helvetica. Then it's Times New Roman, maybe Arial, and then you're kind of in the weeds until at one you point get he's to, got yeah. Windings in there. That's fucked. He's like, I don't know what this means. Yeah, uh, I just love that. Like, this is not a good call. Like, making your wedding proposal an escape room is not good. <laughs> Because she might not get there. And can we also draw attention to the fact that he apparently keeps trying to give it to her. And then when she says, I'll get around to it, I guess continuing to hold on to it. So she's never going to get there if you don't give it to her. I think so that's step one. Step one, yes. I think it's also wild that just like if, if your partner around Christmas time is like, I've got something for you. And you're just like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. It's, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I'm also really worried that like she's not on the same page that he is because he's like 14 months. It's short, but it feels right. Yeah. yeah. For both of you or for you? Did the first time she get the letter, did she hold it up to a light <laughs> and was like, mm, no, sorry, I'll read this in a bit. Yeah. How long did she look at it Maybe first? in two to three years. Yeah. Because if it is a different font underlined and a different size, it's so fucking obvious. So did she look at it and go, nope. Is it though? Because I think that sounds more like a ransom note to me. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he cut them out. I don't know. <laughs> He's just like got all the magazines and just like clipping it out. See, I think in this instance, there are only two options. And that is to like back down and be like, hey, this is what it was. Or to double down, which means more fonts, more clues. Okay. More puzzles. I think you need a second puzzle. That you literally just back. said, don't turn your proposal into an escape room. And your answer is more puzzles. Well, he already made it into one. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like the only other option is to be like, so this is what it is. And that sucks. You're forgetting the key element of escape room. That's locking them in a room. True. Just lock them in a room with the letter. Yeah. They'll figure Just it out eventually. Slide it under the door and be like, you leave when you open that. <laughs> also, please read it. Yeah. I think this is just a bad call. So advice number three, I don't know what we're at. Don't fucking do this. I, I think, look, if this is the way you think you should propose? I don't think it's a good one. I will agree with you there. Yes. I, I think it's a, a bad proposal idea. Sorry if you're in here who wrote that letter. Um, or if you were think thinking of it. Yeah, thank God. Um, but I think like at, at some point in time, you kind of have to be assertive, a little more assertive and be like, no, I think it's important that you open it now. Mm -hmm. And if you have to be like, it's, it is the key to the crate that the puppy I've had in the basement for the past two <laughs> weeks. And like, it's, it's getting real hungry. <laughs> so please open this letter. Yeah. I think just you got to double down. More clues or lock them in a room. Lock them in a room. Good start. This is why we won an award. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just you have, to, you have to be clear. With things like proposal, you don't want there to be any guesswork. Mm -hmm. I think surprise 
Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. But guesswork, no. And like, and if I, it still boggles my mind that someone has tried to give her this, le- like he's tried to give her the letter multiple times and every time she's like, no. Yeah. Or even like on a very practical level, just be like, okay, do you think you'll have time later? And be like, it's important for you. Like, it's important for me that you read it, give it to them, let them have their fucking time and space. And then the next day be like, hey, did you get a chance to look at it? Read that letter? Yeah. Did you solve my puzzle? What? I mean, the letter? And then maybe that, that might be a clue of like, maybe 14 months is enough time to learn that this is not the person you should be marrying because she doesn't want to, she won't even commit to opening a letter for you. <laughs> also, like, at 14 months, clearly they don't know she's not that into puzzles. It's not a puzzle. <laughs> it's, if third graders can figure out how to do this poem, it's fair. It's not a puzzle. It's fair. So don't do this. Uh, you ready for another one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do this. Uh, this is from a Reddit user, Throwaway GameCubes. Weird virgin question I have about intercourse. So I, 21-year-old male, have discussed... 20 what? 21-year-old. Okay. Have discussed with my partner, 20-year-old female, about sex and whatnot, and she said she is very open to the idea, but when she is ready, she will let me know. However, there is something about intercourse I've always been curious about. Is it possible for the penis to be inserted into the vagina, but without any stroking back and forth or ejaculation to happen? Example, let's just say I am fully hard and insertion happens, but instead of stroking back and forth, I just keep the penis there to emulate a floaty like connected feeling. I was told by a friend that this is a thing the Mormon church participated soaking. in. Soaking. It's soaking. Is that like a Cardi B lyric? What are you saying? You to don't me? know what soaking is? Obviously, it's okay, just well, putting your dick inside. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me just finish this bad boy on. Um, I was told by a friend that this is a thing the Mormon church participated in, but I've also seen people say it's just an urban myth or something. There's also the fact that the average erection lasts half an hour, and if it lasts four hours, then it should be a medical condition. What does but- that have to do with this? Just in case he really wants to give it a go. But yeah, it's something I've always wondered about. Is it safe and possible to just do that kind of action? Whoa, okay. Uh, a few things. One, soaking is definitely a thing, and the best thing about it is it sounds like bullshit joke advice that we would give, but it's like the way people get through like chastity and like sex before marriage and blah, 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 is like... They will put it in and be like, mm, not really sex because it's just in there. And they'll stay stationary. And this part isn't me making a joke. Sometimes they will lie in the bed and get a friend to jump on the bed so that, yes, it's going in and out a bit, but it's not them doing it. The old trampoline technique. And Jesus doesn't mind if you do it that way. And this is honestly a real thing. Look it up. I love the idea of Jesus just like, you know, his like sex radar goes up. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, oh, hold on a second. He's like typing and he pulls up a monitor. He's like... Ah, uh, it's just a couple guys jumping out of bed together. That's all right. <laughs> That's fine. Keep it up, kids. You're you, doing great. You got me again. Um, so that is the thing. I want to know why they want to do this. Apart from weird floaty feeling, which I'm not really sure I understand what they mean. Secondly, like, why does he mention an erection last over four hours? Because doing this is going to get pretty tiring after, say, four minutes max, let alone four fucking... Can you imagine the boredom? Of just, yeah, just putting just, your dick in and like, well, that's it. Just staring at someone for four hours. Yeah. Just being like, hey, what's going on? Still doing all right in there? Yeah. That's, uh, I'm hey, all right. We're we still got at least two more minutes before this becomes a medical emergency. I swear to God, when my alarm goes off, if I'm still hard, <laughs> you have to call 911. 
she's got it on, on speed dial, queued up, just ready to hit. It's just call. one of those life alert like necklaces, <laughs> and just like wait, wait. Oh, I'm soft. We're good. Thank God. Close. Why, why? Like, yeah, you could do it. What did they think would happen? Like, you get in there and it's like. Arr. I love that he asks, "Is it safe?" I can't think of a more safe thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the epitome of safe sex. You're just lying down. Yeah. You're also probably not going to come because you're not doing anything. I mean, you might be. You might. Yeah. Like you might. If be. your friends are jumping on the bed, all bets are off. If you've got a real good bouncer. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> a real good bouncer. Yeah. You should call the episode. That's what the, that's what the third guy's called. <laughs> that's a good friend. I, I love the idea that there is someone, like everyone... You know, hymns and haws, you know, threesomes. I don't know if we're ready to bring a third person into the room. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, apparently people who are who are so chast yeah. that they don't want to, um, you Fuck. know, thrust whilst... I mean, also, let's say, if you put your dick inside someone, you're having sex. That's... It's not good sex. No. But it's still sex. Um, yeah. I, but I love the idea that they're not chast enough to be like... Um, Let's not have Je- yeah. Jebediah. Like, hey, Steve, fucking... what are you what are you up to on Thursday night around maybe like eight p.m.? <laughs> I want to know the like the vetting process. Like, how, hey, you there's know, just a trampoline in the backyard, and they're like, <laughs> "Give me, a, give me your tight five, go." <laughs> like, Jeb, you're out. I need to know if you can last for four hours. <laughs> hey, four hours of bouncing. Let's talk about the real thing. Your four hours of fucking bouncing. Yeah, that will cause a medical emergency. That guy doesn't have no knees. No, you just give him a Gatorade and a banana. Stop all the problems. He's fine. Some orange slices. I don't even know what to answer this. Yeah, I guess you could do it, but why? Yes, yeah. If, if this is something that both of you are cool with and want to do, great. Go for it. I, also, why? But why? I don't. I, but again, we're not here to yuck anyone's yums. If I'm you not want yucking to, it. I'm confused by their yums. Yeah. If you want to do it, do it. I think this is maybe something you should definitely talk to your partner about because and if, your medical professional. If <laughs> and Steve, yeah, and, and your mattress provider. Yes. Um, but I think like if, if this whole thing of like her being like, I'm ready to have sex or like, I'm, I'm interested in having sex, yeah. but I want to wait, wait for the right time. If you've waited for the right time and someone does this, <laughs> I would be pretty bummed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like, just be oh, like, you're ready. How about we do it the worst way? Yeah. Are you, are you ready <laughs> to be disappointed for possibly four hours? This is, it's a great introduction because you can only get better. Yeah. Right. You start the bar quite literally at the bottom. Mm. Because you've done the bare minimum. You, you you've are done essentially them. nothing, yes. <laughs> um, so it's, the, it's the equivalent of, like, spreading out all your IKEA furniture, like, in all its, like, respective things. I mean, like, it's built. I've done it. Step one. I'm good at building furniture. <laughs> yeah. And just, then some asshole comes and jumps on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just slowly assembles. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to fucking knock this mic over. Do it. Kill it. Um, okay, let's go with this one. Uh, I've got a quick one if you need some time. Go for it. Okay. Um, this is a series of questions asked by the same person over the span of about 45 minutes on Reddit. Perfect. Um, I've, I've just chosen two, but there were about five or six of them. Okay. All the same? I think you'll get the idea. Okay. How long erection? Four hours. Medical emergency. <laughs> um, it's from uh, Reddit user Martina4. Would you date a girl that rides? I love my horses. But some men seem to have a problem with how long I spend at the stables. That, that was question one. Okay. Question two. Would you date a horsey girl? I've been into horses for years. And it can take over my life. Would you date me? Those I'm not... Or would you date me? 
Though, as I'm always at the stables and muddy, equestrian women are different. I am always muddy. Would you date me? Must eat, sleep, and breathe horses. Okay, she likes horses, but also wants people to fucking eat them? It's a weird phrase, lady who loves horses. Yeah. Uh, you know how I feel about horse girls, so I'm... No. How, how do you feel? Fucking... Is anyone... Sorry, is anyone here do a, we horse have a horse girl? girl? Do we have horse girls in here? Oh, we got you're, one horse you're girl. Good. You're good. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate horse girls. Oh, I think you're painting in broad strokes here. I am, yes. Um... But also, like, if we want to be realistic about this, if you're always muddy, you should shower. Hygiene is important. And if you're always at the stables, unless I am a horse or a stable hand, yeah. we're not going to be able to date, are we? I, that's it, right? Like, just find someone at your stable that you're cool with. Yeah, I'm not a horse, because that's not legal. I mean, you're just asking to be in a, like, Harlequin romance novel or mm -hmm. a Hallmark movie. Yeah, true. Right? Like, who doesn't want to hook up with a hunky... Or sexy, or you know, I don't know what your preference is, but you know, a, a an attractive. I, I don't horse. want sexy, but I do want hunky. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think hunky should be a gender neutral term, in my opinion. That's fair. I think all like getting into a tangent here, but like I think I think there's negative connotation. I think if I called a woman hunky, I think I think we would get some some bad responses. But I would mean that as pretty much the highest compliment. I think if you've watched Physical 100, you know hunky can be. Both genders, and it's rad. Uh, okay, I got. I went through all this to try to find whoever submitted this question, okay. and they don't have a name, so that was a fucking waste. Great. Sorry, guys. Uh, this is I, 20-year-old female, call my boyfriend, 21-year-old male, using lotion as lube, and he doesn't understand why I'm mad. I'm literally so mad. He makes sure to tell me every single time we have sex that he's going to use a condom because he doesn't want to get me pregnant. He then follows this up with, Explained to me that I will get an abortion if I get pregnant. Didn't even ask me about it. Just told me. Not that I want kids, but still. I find it weird he explains this to me every time in a condescending tone, even though he knows I don't want to get pregnant. We've already both had the talk, and I definitely don't want kids. Condoms are the way to go because my doctor told me I'm not compatible with contraceptives because of my meds. Anyway, he insists on locking himself in the bathroom to put on his condom. Nice. That's okay. But then he told me last night that he uses... Is it? I, yes, well, we'll get to that. Uh, but then he told me last night he uses scented hand lotion on his dick and then puts the condom on. Mind you, these are condoms with lube in them already. He puts scented lotion on the condom itself. No wonder I've been irritated down there. I told him he should not be using scented lotion like this. Not only can the oils compromise the condom, it's scented lotions and should not go inside me. Also, that's probably why the condom keeps slipping off. He's really irritated at me and says he's been doing this for ages and he can't get the condom on without the lotion. He also says, I'm being too dramatic. I'm pissed at him, but I'm worried I don't have the right to be. Is it possible this is just a mistake I should overlook? Classic case of women being overdramatic. <laughs> oh, you've got a bunch of different irritations and infections? Get over it. Oh, you've made a yeast infection cocktail on your dick? Gruel, thank you. Nice. The condom slips off and it's dangerous and the condom's fucking also degrading and I just keep yelling, you have to get an abortion at you? Get over it. What cool foreplay is it of, like, you lay your partner down on the bed and you're, like, you know, kissing their neck and then you just whisper in their ear, oh, by the way, you'll get an abortion if I get you pregnant. And then you leave the room and lock the bathroom and come back with a condom on. Like, yeah. anyway, I have to go do my weird lotion ritual. Yeah, like, does he bring the lotion with him or does he just take what he, what's, like, at hers? Does he just, like, grab a lotion's like, let's see I how this feels on my poor dick? He's got, like, a Costco... Like, just like, 
Oh, yeah, like, for sure. 100%. And everywhere he goes. Anywhere that he thinks he might have sex, he's got, like, nine gallons of Maybe lotion. Like pocket lotion. I don't think it's enough for this man. See, I just love that most people, it's like, you know, it kind of sucks to put a condom on. It kind of, like, takes the momentum out of it a little bit. And it's like, yeah, that's that's fair. You know, you, you have to stop for a second. But, like, this guy literally is like, I'm leaving. I'll be back in a bit. Like, go on TikTok, I guess. Yeah. Don't worry about me. I'll be back in a moment. And it's like, why? Because he can't get it on without his cool lotion. I bet he unfolds it fully. And then he's like, how does this work? How else are you going to fill it with lotion now? <laughs> it's true. It's like a water balloon. Yeah. So don't do, don't do that. Does anyone, does anyone do that? No one is going to say yes to that question. No, you know, the bravest person was admitting they were a horse girl. No one's going to be like, yeah, for sure. I lube up my dick in all ways. No, someone is putting their hand up, but they're currently putting a condom on the bathroom. We can't see. Yeah, they've locked themselves in the bathroom for the past 30 minutes. Uh, Yeah. Use like water based lubricants for condoms. Firstly, oil based will degrade them. Yes. Don't put scented fucking lotion in someone's fucking vagina. Or on your own or dick. Or on your own dick. It's just like, there are things that are not meant for your genitals, and it's almost everything. I just wish we knew what we could use as lubrication. You know what I mean? It's so hard to tell what could be used to lube something up. If only there was a product, maybe with a name like lube. It'd be nice. It would be nice. We can dream. We should do that. Uh, this is a, a submitted question from one of our lovely listeners. Are they here? No. Uh, Okay, we're going to do this one. Um, This is a 37-year-old man and a 35-year-old woman. My girlfriend and I have been together for three years. She is from England, but has lived in Canada for almost 10 years. During the pandemic, we had a chance to go and live in England, and we were there from 2020, only recently moving back at the start of this year. While we were there, she picked up saying, very nice, as a response to just about everything, because that was a thing a lot of the locals did. It's cute when she does it in everyday talk, however... It's made its way into our bedroom. I would love to be able to, or I'd love to be told that my performance is very nice, (laughs) but there's a problem. When she moans it during sex, in combination with her accent, she sounds exactly like Borat. (laughs) It's hard to take her seriously when I'm not expecting her to yell, not, after every time. How do I get my British girlfriend to stop sounding like Borat when I'm making her come? Well, at least she's not your wife. She could be. Not yet, though. Uh, I literally fail to see the problem. It's not a problem. Like, why, why are they messaging us just to boast? I know, this is, this is the brag, sir. Yeah. Oh, no, I have the perfect situation. We talk about it a lot on the show, and my favorite thing about sex is getting to laugh with your partner. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, that is the key to good sex. If you're not laughing with your partner, I feel like you're probably a little too uptight or you're with the wrong person. That is a, a strong, I think and that's- not, not every time, not all the time. Not, yeah, but it's you not know. fucking yuck yucks in the bedroom. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. But I think like in moments where you find joy and laughter during sex, I think that like, that's when you can like be the most vulnerable. Cause you're not putting on like that sexy persona. Mm-hmm. You're not pretending to be a porn actor or like I'm in hot mode. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're just you fucking someone you really like but she is in hot mode because she's pretending to be Borat I can't think I like here's what I would do buy that fucking neon green mm-hmm. like the Borat thing. mankini yeah. yeah 100% get that for, for sure. sure and like if she's like why did you get this for me she's like I don't know 
Is it not very nice? Yeah, is it not very nice? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, have you told her that she sounds like Borat? Because I imagine that will curtail it pretty quick. But it, it's, we're in the territory of, like, that is something you should have said. Yeah. At the start of the year when you moved back to Canada and she started saying this. Or whenever she took it up. Yeah. It's hard to be like after eight months been like, hey, babe, uh, I just want to talk to you, uh, you know, about, about this thing. Um, I've been thinking of Borat for almost a full year. Every time I've fucked you, I have thought of Borat. Yeah. That's tough. That's a tough conversation to have. You pretend it just started. You're like, whoa, 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 wait. Why'd you say, say that again? Say that again. Damn. Just now. And I, I do mean that. You sound like Borat. Here's my pitch. Maybe get a soundboard. <laughs> and every time she says it, that ain't nice. <laughs> and just hit it and just be like, what is that? Was that an echo? Did you say it twice? Or alternatively, move somewhere else to alter her accent a little bit more or catch more slang. And just replace it. You got to go live somewhere else for two years. That's easy. Yeah, go live in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I think that's where Big Bang Theory takes place. And no. then maybe she'll start saying Bazinga. Ugh. That's literally the only sitcom <laughs> catchphrase I can think of. I'm trying to, trying to think, and I can't think either. Yeah, I, I just, just talk to her. You don't have to say it's been the last eight months. I, he also doesn't say that it turns him off. It's true. And the thing is, if it did, this would have come up before. Right. So clearly he can power through. It's, it's obviously not a deal breaker for mm -hmm. you. You're obviously like still doing your job. You're obviously still having fun having sex with them. Because like if it was really getting to you, mm -hmm. if every time your girlfriend got naked, you saw Sasha Barra Cohen's hairy body <laughs> and you were like, ah, damn it. I'll never be able to go to the bathroom for 30 minutes to lock myself and lube, lube my condom up <laughs> like this. What, what if they've never seen Borat? What if they don't know? Maybe watch Borat and like the first time he says, very nice. And she goes, wait a, wait a minute. Oh like, no. Oh, what so, have I so done? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to be the one to break it to you. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't think it's a problem. If, if you just think it's funny, I think share that joy with her. I think share that laughter with her. And if she gets uncomfortable about it, she won't do it again. It's true. But it's if, true. like, I, I don't see, I, like I said, like fucking laugh with your partners, y'all mm -hmm. have a good time. Agreed. I should really have gotten the names of these people, but everyone keeps deleting the fucking name off. I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why. Oh, no. It's, oh, this is by user Morpheus. Maybe the actual one from The Matrix. Who knows? And they say, how many dates equals GF and BF? Bit confused here. Six. <laughs> next, next question. Next question. This is, okay, it's a very, it's a very bad question, mm -hmm. but I think the, I think the, the nebulous topic of, like, the, these societal standards of, like, how much time, you know, like, the, the idea that there's a, there's a ticking clock on mm -hmm. people's relationships. Or, like, just, oh, shit, we hit six, I guess we're dating. Yeah. Like, it's a teachable moment, because teachable that's not moment. how it fucking works. Uh, yeah, you, you get you have agency you get to decide when that happens mm -hmm. and a, a big part of that is when you feel comfortable with a person and when you're ready to have them put their penis inside you and leave it there for up to four hours up to four hours yeah that is when you know you want to be with them mm -hmm. and like obviously there are some established timelines like 14 months in 
get you, married, escape room. We've already gone through that. Or try to get married, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if they can figure it out, that's their reward. They're locked to you for life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's an easy question. There is no, there's nothing. It's up to you. You can just fucking do it when you want to. And importantly, it is a decision you have to make collaboratively. Together. It's not just like, oh, six weeks. I'm not going to tell them, but in my mind, we're dating. Yeah. Because that's a recipe for bullshit. And you can also set your own timeline. Like if someone you're seeing stops and is like, hey, we've been seeing each other for two months. Um, I would like to, you know, talk about escalating this into a more serious either a monogamous relationship or committed relationship or whatever you are looking for. And you're 100% within your right to be like, I think I need a bit more time. Fully. I don't think you need, like, don't get pressured. I think a lot of people, um, we talk about it all the time. It's a fuck yes or a no. If someone posits that question to you, if someone says to you, hey, I would like to be exclusive and you're not ready to be exclusive, don't just say yes because you're afraid sure. of not being able to see them anymore mm -hmm. because I promise you it will end poorly. Yes. 100%. So that, that many dates. That many dates, yes. Yeah. The secret number in your heart. <laughs> no one liked that one. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to do another user-submitted question. Or listener-submitted question. You have me saying user, goddammit. I did it. Uh, this is Very from, nice. This is from Agent Sanjian. Um I've been hooking up with a guy for a little over a month, and I'm really enjoying myself. He's attentive, open, and really, really good in bed. The only problem I have is that sometimes before... He sounds like Borat. <laughs> uh, the only problem I have is that sometimes before and sometimes after, he'll ask me, do you like that? The problem is, anytime he's asked me that question, he's literally not doing anything to me. <laughs> he's just looking at me and barely touching me, if at all. What does this mean? <laughs> what do you... Do you say yes? What, yeah, what's the answer? Yeah, because... If it's, no, you're not doing anything, he'd be like, damn, does he think he's telekinetic, maybe? And here's another question. Do you like it? Do you like it? I wish we knew. Are they here? I don't think so, no. Okay. No. It's, I, whenever we get, like, bizarre things like this, mm -hmm. I always want to be able to, like, rewind their history and mm -hmm. be like, was there a point in time where he did this mm -hmm. or you sort of, like, said that you like something like maybe he was just like looking at you and you were like oh i really like when you just sort of like take me all in or yeah. something like that and now or like he, he was not touching you and like you yawned and he mistook it for like an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> i do it all the time man. all the time yeah walk down the streets and when yawns i'm like did was that was that me what no, did you never mind i'll have what she's having <laughs> i'm sorry um, it's, yeah, I, I think you need to sort of like look back. It's like last month we had a question about someone who was like just blowing on their dick yeah. know, during a blowjob. Mm -hmm. And I was like, at some point in time, I'm sure you, they did that and you were like, ooh. And they were like, <laughs> that's it. I'm going to do that every day. That's going like, to be, twitched. I'm adding that into the old like move. It's book. in the repertoire now. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would, I, my guess, my bet mm -hmm. would be if this dude is attentive and open and really, really good in bed, at some point in time, during your experiences together, you did something that implied that you did, in fact, like this. Yeah. Or he was talking about what preceded that moment. Yeah. Like, he did something, took a break, was like, do you like this? But he meant what we were doing. Oh, Jesus. He meant what we were just doing. Yeah. But you are taking it as currently as you're right staring now, at me. Right this From second. five feet away. <laughs> so, just say... What are you, what are you talking about? This right now? You're not doing something. Yeah. 
So no. Or or tell them. Or yes. Like I like when you just look at just look me up and down. That's kind of hot sometimes when someone just sort of like stands back and takes you all in. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, But I I think yes, I think you need to uh, be very very clear. If this person is open as intentive as you Mm -hmm. you say they are, uh, just be like. I liked what you were doing or, you know, what I would like more. Mm-hmm. Or and just then, clarify. Be like, are you talking about right now? Because if they are this cool person that's good and bad, hopefully they're open to communication because I think it's hard to be good and bad if you're not good at communication. Yeah. And then just be like, right now or – and then let him clarify and then be honest so that if it is something you don't like, he will stop doing it. Yeah. I mean, there's also, like, I think if someone asks you the question, again, it's one of my least favorite questions of, like, do you like this? But I think it's an important one to ask every now and then. You can phrase it differently. Um, if you're weirded out by it, you can say, not a big fan of that one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would rather you be doing this to me. Yeah. And hopefully they will get the hint and they will be like, okay, cool. Then I'll do that. For sure. And they, like, Scrooge McDuck style jump inside you. <laughs> Uh, also username deleted 31 year old female 32 year old male my boyfriend is devastated that I've had an orgasm before I met him my boyfriend and I have been dating for about five months heartbreaking I haven't had an orgasm in bed with him yet despite his best efforts I've had this issue with every guy I've dated and it's definitely a me issue I've explained to him many times that he's great in bed I just need more time to feel comfortable and eventually it'll happen a few days ago he told me he wanted to give me my first orgasm I thought it was pretty presumptuous, so I told him I actually have had an orgasm before. He pressed me a little more on the details, and I told him it was just once with an ex about a year ago. He went dead silent after this and was just, like, in shock. I told him it wasn't a big deal. My ex and I dated for quite a while, and eventually it just happened. He started crying, and he said he felt so hurt and even betrayed. I was so confused. This was a long time ago. It's not like I cheated or anything. He said he wasn't mad at me. He just feels really hurt and sad and doesn't know why. This has been an issue for days now, and he's still so upset about it. I've talked with him for hours, trying to work it through and figure out the par- problem of why he's so devastated. I feel like he's jealous some other guy was able to make me orgasm, but not him. I've told him it was because I knew my ex for longer and eventually just felt more comfortable. And eventually, I'll be able to with him. I just need time. I reassure him that I love him, I'm happy with him in bed, and that not being able to come easily is my issue that I'm working through. Nothing I say seems to help. He's just inconsolable. I honestly feel like he's overreacting, but now I feel kind of hurt that he seems to have such an issue with me having an orgasm with another man. Like, I feel like he views me differently now, and I don't think that's fair. I'm allowed to have had experiences before I met him. He doesn't really know why he feels so strongly either, which makes it a lot harder to discuss it. I'm trying to be patient, but it feels so illogical and unfair that he's upset about this totally normal human experience I had. Any insights as to why he feels this way or advice? How old are they? That would be a 31-year-old and a 32-year-old. Oh. Ooh, I was, that changes my answer drastically. Because I thought this was going to be like 16, 18. And even then, it wouldn't be great. Not great. <laughs> but like, I would understand that like, you know, if this was your like, first sexual partner mm-hmm. and you had this whole thing in your head and you built it up and like, look... Media and societal expectations of sex and men are are very fucked up anyway, especially when you add in the fact of, like, the societal expectations of women as virgins and that whole societal construct. Uh, yeah, I, 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 would, I would get that. But as a 32-year-old man? Look, we've all burst into tears when you found out someone has come. <laughs> We've all, we've all done it, right? We've all been there. Show of hands of everyone who's cried when they found out someone else they've been sleeping with has come. 
show of hands? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, no, ta- that table's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> no one here has come before, right? Everyone here has been comeless. Yes. Oh, thank God, I didn't bring tissues. Uh, it's just that like, one table at the data. They're still talking about come. <laughs> I, it's this. I, I, we like to say ways you can salvage things. This is a wreck of a man. I've got a great question. You look at your partner and you say, I would like be, to be the first person to make you come. Uh, for sure. And then ready the fucking waterworks. Yeah. Get, get the, like, do the Joey Tremiani, like, tweezers in the pocket thing and get ready to fucking cry. Yeah. Just be like, you know what? I'm so sorry that I wasn't your first, but, like, I'm so happy that I was yours. And they, like, squirm. Now, you this backfires gotcha. terribly. Yeah, if you if are. If you were there first. Yeah, fuck. Or, and he's acting like <laughs> a big virgin. I don't know. That's mean <laughs> on virgins. I'm sorry. That was wrong. Um, okay, yes. I think you. this is one of those situations where you do have to sit your partner down and be mm-hmm. like, look, I understand that you have built something in your head. Yep. You, you, had a, you had a thing in your mind, and you've, you've accidentally, or like we've, we've burst that bubble that you had. It is unfair of you to punish me for that thing. If this is something you can't get over, I'm not going to be... Your fucking punching bag. Yeah, like the the brunt of your emotional damage. And if this is something that is that important to you, let's look for a therapist together for you. Mm. Because that is, that's rooted in something much deeper than like... I just, I want to care about you as a sexual partner. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, it's, no. It's about him. It's not about her at all. hundred percent. That's the thing. It's like, he's taken like working towards your ag- orgasm, which is about you and made the entire thing about him. And it fucking sucks. It's, it's very, very telling as well where they're like, oh, me not coming is a me problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, well, no, it's not. I mean, there might be aspects of it that, you know, your own physical or mental blocks for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it's not your responsibility to orgasm for the sake of another person's ego. Yeah. Especially not a 32-year-old man. Yeah. Yeah. It also takes two to tango. So he is involved somewhat. And let me tell you, it's going to be harder to fucking come after this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, and it's not – I want to make it very clear that it, it isn't – you shouldn't lose attractive – or, or attraction to a male partner because they have cried. No, not at all. I want to make that very clear. I, and we, we do see it a lot. Like, we see, get a lot of questions of being like, my, my husband cried at their dad's funeral. Now I can't find them attractive anymore. That's the wrong take. Yes. But I don't think, like, the idea that this person is, I'm going to assume, using these, like, tears as a means to manipulate you into feeling bad about your past mm-hmm. sexual experiences and, and sexual partners to make you feel less, like, devalue you. Yeah, or he's so fucked about the issue that they're genuine tears, and that's also an issue, again, Very not that bad. he's crying, but it's, like, crying about this yeah. is the issue. Yes. So, we're divorcing the crying from it. It's the why you're crying, and you need to get the fuck over it. Yeah, so you, you 100% have to sit them down and, and give them, like, h- tough love. Yes. They're, this isn't time to be like, oh, I'm so sorry you're hurt. By yeah, let's talk once. about you. It's like, no, just like, okay, we've, we've discussed your feelings. If you can't articulate why mm-hmm. you feel this way, that is the arena of a professional. And if you really cannot figure out why you're in tears over the fact that somebody else in the 31 years I've been alive has made me come, 
before you got your hands on me, mm-hmm. then that is something that you need to address with a therapist. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And like, again, talk to her. Be like, are, is it that you're insecure that you haven't made me come? Because we're working towards that. And again, just saying helping. So like, get rid of that, you know? Yes. Just this man. I wish he was here. Wish. <laughs> big group hug from everyone in the room. I know. Or a group shunning. Maybe both. Maybe lock him out in the, the patio. Make him watch in through the window. Give him a secret letter that says, man the fuck up. Well. In a good way. In a good way. In a positive way. In a positive way. Yes. Um, I think we, we can, let's do one more question. You got a quick one? I think I got a quick one. This is this is a this is a quick one, because I think we can answer this in like one sentence each. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Uh, this is challenge. from Independent Focus. Bunch of numbers. Girlfriend doesn't talk during sex. So this is a 27 year old male and a 27 year old female. So my girlfriend doesn't talk during sex. Her brain kind of short circuits and she just moans and screams, etc. Now this might sound like the opposite of a problem, but the thing is, I'd like to pleasure her more, but I can't get her to tell me what she likes more. E.g., she does, does she want it faster, slower? Does she like it one position more than another? I've tried talking to her about it after the fact, but she just says she likes everything too much and she can't really tell. Yeah, if she's lost the faculty of speech, I think you're good, dude. You're, <laughs> you're okay. You could also have a conversation when she's not coming her brains out, maybe. Yeah. yeah. There are before and after times, I hope. Well, he does, he does say that he, they tried to talk about it after. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you're doing a fucking great job. Listen to your partner. Listen trust to your, them. Trust them. Also, again, if they have lost the ability to speak, wh- what's the next step? Death. Death. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is someone literally being like... I, I can, this, this one's a humble brag. <laughs> I, can, I can read the subtext. It's not girlfriend doesn't talk during sex. It's how do I murder my partner? <laughs> it's literally just like... I'm just so good at fucking. What do I do? Yeah, you're doing it. You're fine. I think that is going to do it for the first half of the show. I want everyone to think about a question that you would like to ask us. We will answer those questions. You're going to have about 15, 20 minutes to, to grab another drink, get some food, uh, go to the bathroom, have a smoke, uh, lube, your, lube yourself up in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, we have actually uh, got a bunch of scented lotions in there for you guys yep. if you want to. Yeah, we're ready to just absolutely ruin your genital skin. <laughs> and we'll end on that. See you in 15 to 20. I hope you guys had time to appropriately lube up. Mm-hmm. hope everyone went to the bathroom. But if you aren't all on. slipping off your seats, I'm mad at you. Uh, we've got a shit ton of audience questions. You guys delivered. And I'm saying that now, I might take it back because I haven't read any yeah, of Yeah, we haven't read a single one of these. These could be... I'm sure someone's just terrible. drawing a dick on one of these, yeah. so... I'm actually surprised how little dicks I'm seeing here. Yeah. Good job, guys. I'm proud of you. Or disappointed. I'm not sure. Bit of both. Um, so we're just going to get right into this. Uh, for those of you who just joined us, I know we have a few people who came in during the break. Uh, we're a sex and dating advice podcast. Um, we give advice on sex and dating. Award-winningly. Award-winningly. Yes. Um, so let's just jump into it. Sure. Jimmy. Uh, if you guys want a business card or anything, just hit us up. But yeah, every Monday, new episodes. We're going to be at Comic-Con. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm going to just, we don't, these are in no order. So yeah. First question. Putting a garment between your bellies to cut down on squelching noises during missionary. Acceptable, ingenious, or total mood killer? I, is the belly making the squelching noise? 
Clearly. I I guess it really depends on the garment that yeah. you're using. It, that hey, definitely. If it's sandpaper, no. That's not a garment. <laughs> depends. I was thinking more of the lines if you're like a small child's trousers. Why the fuck would you think of that? That's why I'm saying it would be bad. I wouldn't want that. I would be like, why? where did those come I'm from? I'm thinking small blanket. Small blanket, sure. Still not a garment, but... <laughs> that's uh, true. Maybe a Snuggie. Because that's a garment and sure. kind of like yes. a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think if you are seeing someone to the point where you can communicate, which hopefully is pretty soon, uh, and they're cool, it doesn't matter. One person's mood killer is another person's, you know, mood enhancer. Now, I will say this... Embrace the squelch. Yeah. Sex is messy. And sex is the best weird. sex is usually pretty messy. Yeah. Like weird noises are gonna happen. Yeah. Weird, Laughing, weird Borat impressions. Weird like scented lotion, unfortunately. S- sensations. And a lot of them are wet. Oh, yeah. Like both sensations and noises. Hey, if it's not, then you're probably Ben Shapiro. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> they get em. it. Got him. Um, I I think Niall nailed it. If if it's something that makes you feel more comfortable, by all means, put a garment in between that. And if you want to explain yourself, explain yourself. If you're part of, I'm going to guess, if you are a heterosexual couple, I highly doubt any dude is going to be like, but, well, he's having sex. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He, do, he doesn't give a shit. As long as you're not like, you know, mummifying yourself and just like your head peeking out. I, I would be fine with it. I'd be like, if that makes you more comfortable, sure, go for it. But mm-hmm. I want you to love the noises that your bodies are making. It's fine. And there's also probably like, you know, something sexy you could wear that's like, you know, you could just do a, a half-clothed fuck, you know? Yeah. Like pull your top down, expose yourself. Or lingerie. You know, have lingerie. Like a little, little nighty that you can sort of like yeah. slip yeah. off the top, show your boobs. A little role play where or, they just kind of like catch you in the moment and you're yeah. just hiking up that dress. Or if you're a guy, you're being Winnie the Pooh and you still got the t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> or you're role-playing as a some sort of uh, clothing thief. Yes. And you have like like a Santa style sack over mm-hmm. your shoulder, and every now and then you just pull more out to throw on top. Exactly. And by the end of it, you're covered in a mountain of clothes. Did I tell you? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> no, that's not my move. I promise. Uh, yeah. I, again, just it's if it's not a mood killer for you, and you could talk to your person, you'd probably be good. Uh, this is. Oh, we don't have names. That's the whole point of this. Uh, girl, 25-year-old. When I was living in the Netherlands, I used to hook up with a Dutch guy sometimes during sex. He would ask me to talk to him in a Russian accent. Right now, I see a guy, uh, I see a guy here in Canada. Once in a while, he asks for the same thing. I feel uncomfortable about this. What should I do? I don't know how to start a conversation. Well, two, two different problems here. Uh, are you, are you Russian? That's really important. Yeah. And also, can you do a good Russian accent? Probably, yes. Yeah. I would, if you're comfortable yelling out if you are Russian, you can yell out. If you're not comfortable, if, don't if ask. You, if you want to stay anonymous, that's fine. But if you want to just give a, yeah, it, woo so means I, yes, I'm Russian. Yes, that, that'll be our thing. It, are you Russian? I think that was a laugh and not a woo woo. Yes, I think that is. I think okay, that's the silence. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, if you are Russian, you could tell them, hey, that's offensive. Fuck you. I don't want to. My guess, voice is my own. Yes. If you aren't Russian, do a really bad Russian accent. I'll never ask again. Might I suggest Borat? <laughs> I, I know he's not Russian, but we've already established earlier in the show, not everyone's favorite voice to hear in bed. Uh-huh. Or just be like, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, I can do a really good one. Hold on, I just can't get in the zone. And leave 
and just like kill the moods. Like, hold on, 20 minutes. I swear, 20 minutes, I'll have it. Hold They'll on, be I, like, just, no, I really got to get hang, hang on the source material and then just put in headphones and just like every now and then. Yeah. Boris. Boris. Yeah. And they're just, they're not going to ask again. Um, I, I think this is, I, this is an important question. And I think a lot of people of um, different ethnicities and different backgrounds and stuff like that, I think get fetishized uh, mm-hmm. pretty easily. People want me to speak Irish in bed all the time. No one wants that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I think that like I think you run the risk, and I don't think there's any harm in saying to people, like there definitely isn't harm. I, no, thank you. Like I, that's not something yeah. that interests me. Um, thank you for bringing it up, but yeah. I find that that's a bit reductive to who mm-hmm. I am as a person, and I feel like it kind of like fetishizes me yeah. a little bit, or it, or even just like hey, the yeah. effort it takes to do that takes me out of the moment. I don't want to do it. Like much like everything else in bed, you could just say no if you're not into it. It doesn't matter that it's like oh, it's only an accent, like. If you don't want to do it, you do not have to do it. Or ask him to do like a New Zealand accent. That's a pretty hard one to do. And just be like, I I would love for you to do the Australian accent. Well, if he nailed, and that's, not the that's hot easy. one. Not the hot Australian accent. Oh, like the back Outlands? Yes, kind of like the Outlands. Outback? The, the Jesus. Outlands. I said back Outlands. I was so close. You, you were close. Or, or just be like, hey, can you really, I want like, you're from Canada, right? Can you just hit me with that hot, hot Timmins accent? Boy. <laughs> I, I really, really, can you just give me your, like, Tim Hortons order? But can <laughs> double, you can you pretend double? that you're from Sudbury? Ugh. <laughs> and you think people want that over Irish? Uh, yeah, just you don't have to say yes to things just because you got asked in the bedroom. Uh, after sex, if your partner sprayed cum on you, who should clean? And they drew a very good scream face emoji. Uh, that is pretty good. Yeah, there's two questions, which is why I paused, because it didn't make sense. But we'll get to that one after. Okay. Uh, who should clean up, Dane? I think it is always nice if you are the one to do the spraying. That, yeah, to, that's great. To offer a towel. Or For a sure. If you just are like, hey, that's your problem now. <laughs> you suck. Shouldn't have been in the way, idiot. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you sit there and watch them like struggle to like keep it off the bed. Uh, no, like it's unless a co- that's part of your thing. It, but if some it was, some people like to be covered, and that's. But I am assuming by yeah. the picture that you drew of <laughs> uh, the scream, that could be a very happy face. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's no. not. Uh, yeah, just like it should be a, much like sex, a collaborative effort. Yeah, I don't necessarily think you have to towel them off. Yeah, they shouldn't just like also just lie there while you like carefully detail yeah, them. Because I think that's but a like, recipe of getting things in eyes. It's, yeah. it's bad news. But like you, it's t- both. Two, takes two to tango. 100%. Uh, and then the second one is, um, am I allowed to be bitter that my girlfriend gets five to ten orgasms while I only get one? Hey, guess what? The orgasm gap yeah. exists. You're making up for all the other people who are just having a bad time. It's like complaining that your girlfriend got a raise at work and is now making more money than you and ignoring the fact that women have historically been paid less than men and still are. Mm-hmm. Also, just fucking deal with if it. your girlfriend's got a promotion, that's good for you too. If your girlfriend's getting 10 orgasms, guess what? Good for you too. You, you did a great job. Yeah. I can't understand people who like, like look at people having a great time Who's also presumably having a great time. Yeah. You, you still came, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've never finished having sex after having a, a, a lovely time and orgasming and then being like, oh, wish I had more of those. <laughs> and hey, look, let's be fair. I would fucking love to have five to ten orgasms. 
But like, if they were different orgasms, though, right? Like, I, I'll I'll take as many as I can get. But but you're forget. Okay, but wait, if let you're me wearing, just okay, yes, go. But go. one, if you want to be bitter about it, who are you gonna be mad at? Jesus? It's not your girlfriend's fucking fault. And I will say, I will fucking caveat all of this that we did once answer a question about like guys having one orgasm and that tantric sex. Twitter got really angry at us. It's probably the closest we've ever gotten to hate mail where they were like, how dare you spread lies that men can only have one orgasm per session. You should practice tantric sex. So maybe look into that. Yeah. But what I, like my point is, presumably, if you're coming multiple times, you're, you've got to swap condoms. Yes. Right? If I'm using five condoms every time I have sex, I'm poor. Yeah, you have to get up, go to the bathroom, get more lotion. Yeah. The wage gap is fucking me at that point. <laughs> yeah, no. All of a so, sudden, that seventy-five cents adds up real quick, ladies. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, you you cannot be bitter, and if you have to be, be bitter to Jesus, not your girlfriend. Uh, okay, is whiskey dick real? Because I was seeing this. I don't like how you put "man" in quotations. Whoa! For like eight months, and he truly struggled getting hard. So naturally, I'm like, "Am I the problem?" I know I'm not. Because he definitely had a drinking problem, but at some point you begin to internalize it, right? Yes, whiskey dick is definitely a thing. 100%. Uh, don't appreciate the, you know, commas over man because your masculinity doesn't rely on, like, how effectively you can get hard. Uh, he might be suffering from many things, mental, physical alcoholic obviously addiction yeah so yes it sucks when your partner cannot in this instance you know reach arousal but like one don't internalize it i know it's easier said than done because that is definitely a thing that can take a toll on you but two don't like resort to like emasculating them that's not cool yeah nothing is going to fix the mm. uh, a problem of erectile dysfunction, like making someone feel like shit. absolutely yeah. garbage about it. Yeah, it's like the orgasm question earlier. It's like being a piece of shit about it, making a big deal about it, definitely is not helping that girl reach orgasm. And this is definitely not going to help them get hard. So it's like, if that is the case, and if it is drinking, you know, you could be like, hey, how about we hook up when you're not drunk? And if they're unwilling to do that, is that the partner for you? Probably not. Yeah, uh, but I, don't resort to this. Don't let me be bitter and toxic and shitty because that is not good. And yeah, I, now nailed the head on that. Like, don't we, we need to divorce the idea of it, it's it's an aspect of toxic masculinity that is perpetuated uh, from both sides of the thing of being like uh, erection equals man and like sexual virility equals man. And mm -hmm. if a man can't perform sexually, then they are somehow less of. Um, it would be the same thing as being like. You know, when when we think that women are devalued after having sex, it's, mm -hmm. it's a societal construct of what we think, like a matching man people's is. worth to aspects of sexuality. It's it's bullshit. So understand, it, it is frustrating. Um, if I think you need to take a, a good hard look of, of like if you are happy with this person, mm -hmm. because it does say, oh, you were seeing. Okay, um, yeah, like it, it, you have to like. It, evaluate whether or not this is something you want to be doing. If, yeah. if for whatever reason, if every time you hook up, he is too drunk to have sex. I know if I was sleeping with a woman and every time they came over, they were fucking hammered. That would be the worst. I, I would, I would say that would like, I would give you a one, a one chance. And then like, if that was a repeat thing, I would be oh, like, for sure. I'm going to call it quits on this. So I think you, you do need to one, evaluate what this relationship means to you. And two, uh, don't equate, uh, masculinity to erections. erections. Yeah. 
Uh, what if I really like a guy, but I don't like the way his dick looks? Damn, that's a good question. <laughs> Put a little hat on it. Yeah. Have you have you tried costumes? Yeah. What like no one has ever looked at anything with googly eyes on it and not liked it. It's it, hey, yeah. They're so cute. Have you you looked at it and yelled, makeover? <laughs> have you tried taking its glasses off and undoing its hair? Yes, pulling the ponytail maybe, out, making it, it out of those overalls. Walk down from upstairs, slow motion, while you stare beside her dad and brother. Yeah. You all know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> right, yes. Uh, She's all that? I See, I, I, I want to know how bad it is. For you. Like, not the dick, but your perception. I want to see what a train wreck of a dick this is. If you've got pictures, send them to Niles. Yeah. They did draw... Uh, they drew a really... No, they didn't. Uh, hmm. Just don't look at it. <laughs> okay, you know what? In the immortal words of... One of my I friends' wait. dads, when we were like 11, I don't remember what he said about, but it was something like we were talking about like hooking up. And, I'm so excited right and now. And he kind of just casually strolled into the living room and like he's a big like heavy set dude and he was like smoking. And we were saying something about like hooking up and he just kind of looked at us, we all went quiet and he said, you don't look at the mantelpiece when you're poking the fire. <laughs> Which is, I now realize the opposite advice. So you got to look at it. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, give it a good, just, just set them down, unleash it, and just be like, I just need, like, four or five minutes Maybe, like, match, match wills with it. Like, just hold it and look yeah. at it and tame it. You know what I mean? The, the way that you're not supposed to look a dog in the eye. Yes, you are supposed to look this dick in its eye. In its singular, singular eye. Um, it just says looks, right? Yeah. And this thing, does it feel good? If it feels good, great. Yeah. And I really, like... What are you doing that you're really looking at it? Yeah. It should, like, no, depending on what you're doing, it should be, for the most part, concealed by a hat. mouth, hand, yeah. butt, butt, vagina, vagina, arm, no, two more things. Uh, hat, googly eyes, <laughs> okay, we're condom, lotion, um, a, heavy, a heavy dollop of lotion. And here's the thing, again, if you aren't into it, then call it quits. Yeah. No one like, is forcing you to... You literally cannot do the makeover we suggested. As, assumedly. I don't know. Uh, but like, fuck it. If everything else is good about it, you're probably not going to be looking at it that much. And if you are, maybe that's a you problem. <laughs> maybe you're the weird one. You're like there on the couch. He's five feet away. You're like, do you like this? Is this good for you? Just it, staring at it? It might be weird looking, but you're looking weird. Whoa. <laughs> Did it. Thank you. I'm out. <laughs> It's never going to get better than that. We should leave. <laughs> uh, struggling as I confront my 40s with wanting to fuck all the 25-year-old men in my life whilst also wanting to be in a serious monogamous relationship in a world where ENM is the norm. Okay. Fuck the young man while you're looking for your, you know, monogamous partner. You can literally do both of these things. Yeah. And I would say you're most likely going to find what you're looking for by doing this thing. Yeah. Right? Like, no one finds their monogamous, serious relationship partner by not sleeping with people? Mm -hmm. I don't think. No, very rarely. But it's like, yeah, you go out, you meet people, you date, you're sleeping with them, and then at some point it becomes good enough that it's serious, right? Yeah. So if you do that, and if it's with people you don't see a future with, but you like the sex, keep having the sex, 
while you look for the person that you see the future with. Yeah. And hopefully, if E&M is the norm, as you claim, your other partners would be very happy, hopefully, mm-hmm. when you find another... Like, they should be cool with the fact that you're seeing other people. Yeah. And therefore, when you find that person that you connect with, you could be like, hey, I had a really great time with you. Um, I found someone I want to pursue a relationship with. And they should, if they are... Uh, participating in E&M, yeah. um, that is ethical non-monogamy, yeah, by the way, if you, if you don't know. Yeah, I got you. Um, if, 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 that's, if that's how they, if they're actually practicing it, the yeah. response should be like, Hell yeah. I'm so you. excited for you. I had a great time with you. You know, look me up if it doesn't work out. For sure. Yeah. So it's like, this is one of the rare occasions where you can eat your cake and have it. And also what you're going to do, which is very fun, is going to be the stepping stones towards finding a serious partner. Because realistically, you've got to go through that in-between stage of like figuring out if you actually like somebody and if you want to stay with them anyway. So you're, you're golden. Golden. And we've got so many questions on this. Oh, it's just, just a whole bunch of them, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think a few of these might be jokes. Why do hot and cool women always date losers, brackets, men? <laughs> hey, if they didn't, I'd be fucked. <laughs> where's, so. your, where's your science now? Uh, what the fuck? Oh, how do I seduce my partner on St. Patrick's Day? You wear a leprechaun. No. Um, you, same as any other day. Same as any other day. Have a big pot of gold on your, sitting on your, your parts room. and have a fucking rainbow running all the way down your body and say, hey, go find my hidden treasure. Yeah. And it's your, your parts. Uh, what is a scrotum? Is smegma a turnoff? Yeah, well, you know what? There's probably someone out there who likes smegma, so I won't say emphatically, but hey, for me, and probably I imagine most people, hey, I'll ask you guys, is smegma a turnoff? No. Yes. Yikes. Well, inconclusive. (laughs) No, no, hold on. Can we... Rewind back to the first question is, what is a scrotum? Okay. It, this is pretty clinical, but uh, the scrotum is the uh, fleshy sac that contains the testes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Hey, have you, have you heard of balls? They're, yeah. That's them. Uh, how often should I be washing my vibrator? Every time? Every time you use it. Every time. And I don't... Every time. Every, every, every time. time. And also, do it safely. There yes. is actual chemicals that you can use to clean it safely. Mm-hmm. Um, they're uh, even like, Love Honey do those wipes too, right? There's wipes. There's You can get them at any sex toy store. You mm-hmm. can get them online at any like sex toy retailer. They're, there's a, a very easy way to clean it. And I would highly, 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 highly recommend that you clean every one of your sex toys every time you use it. Mm. You got more? Sorry, I thought there was... Couple more on that Well, there's three more on the next one. Jesus, okay. You guys fucking went all out, and I love it. Um, Is it a form of abuse if your girlfriend withholds sex, and do they get addicted to this power slash content context something? We'll just say power. The last word really isn't that important. We control. Control. Okay, nailed it. Um, it depends on how it's done. If, yes. If they don't want to have sex, they're not withholding sex. They just don't want to have sex. Yes. 
if they are using it to manipulate you, mm-hmm. if if sex is being withheld maliciously or yeah, if it's used as a reward of being like, you didn't do this, so you're not getting fucked tonight. Yeah, if it's a punishment like, oh, you talk to your coworker I don't like, so you're not getting fucked for two weeks. Or like, if you don't do the laundry, I'm not going to fuck you. Like, that's weird because it's like this weird reward, like carrot bullshit. But if someone just doesn't have sex with you, that's not them withholding sex. And I know a lot of very toxic men love to be like, withholding sex is bad. Yes! It's no. That's no. not the not the carte blanche you think it is. Yeah. Um, so, do they get addicted to the power slash control? I, sh- I'm maybe, sure there sure. are terrible women out there yeah. who love to manipulate men this way. Um, and vice versa. But uh, yeah, there, there's yeah. plenty of dudes out there who... Gaslight women in a number of ways who yeah. also love that power. So, so yes, withholding sex is abuse, but there is a difference between withholding and not having. Yeah. And yes, I'm sure they definitely do get addicted to it. Uh, I threw a work party with a bunch of people I don't like just so I could invite my work crush. Am I crazy? Thank you. We got a hot off the presses one. We'll get you next. What's a dick? Oh, someone drew a dick. We finally Thank got you. Our, Thank you. Uh, Sorry, hit me with that one more time. I threw a work party with a bunch of people I don't like just so I can invite my work crush. Am I crazy? No. I mean, I guess it depends on how many people you don't like. <laughs> I think they, I think there's a there's a ratio of I'm in a room full of like 40 fucking people that I cannot stand mm-hmm. only so I can talk to this one person. Because at that point, why not just say, hey, do you want to grab a drink after work? That, and that's the thing. The real end, like the answer is... There are better ways to do it. Are you crazy? Hopefully not. Could you have done it better? For sure. And the better way is just fucking ask him out. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be, oh, let's go on a date. It could just be like, hey, you want to hang out? And then see how it goes and see if it transitions. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the big leap. It can be a little step first. But like you guys hanging out one-on-one is going to be better than you guys hanging out in a room with people you fucking hate anyway. Yeah, because for sure your vibe isn't going to be good. Like, you know, you're just like tense and seething. If, if instead of you all here, it was just all the people I can't fucking stand, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have you having a good time up here. And no. the show would be terrible because I would just be like, I don't give a fuck if these people are having a good time. Every question I'd be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Oh, here's oh. This is a good question. Uh, the I'm answer ha- is go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm having a bad. Good. I'm glad you're having a bad time. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you guys are awesome. Next one. What's wrong with dating guys named Chaz? You know. <laughs> we don't have to answer that. You fucking know. You know exactly what he done. My girlfriend got Chaz. Hold on. Got my Prince Albert. My stuck in her braces. Okay. My Prince. <laughs> Whoa. My Prince Albert. No, my girlfriend got her Prince Albert stuck in her braces. My my, my Oh, Jesus Christ. You're writing. Not one. No. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend got my Prince Albert stuck in her braces. Now she won't go down on me. I think I look cool as fuck. Do I remove it or do I keep it and keep my ego in check? So for those of you who don't know, a Prince Albert is a penis piercing. Yep. Um, look, this is up to you, my man. If you want to keep it, and she says, I don't feel safe with that situation. I get it. The last thing I would ever want to do is cause genital mutilation to my partner. Or toothalation. Nope. <laughs> uh, Come on, someone has to have liked that so one. So it's it's definitely up to you. If you if you want to keep, if you're cool with not getting a blowjob, you can't hold it against your partner. She's made her call. She's made her boundary being like, hey, this doesn't feel safe. Yeah, that's a very reasonable call to make. Yes, absolutely. Because one, 
she also had a dick stuck in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's not great, right? Also, like, that emergency room visit, hopefully it didn't go there. Maybe it did. I don't know. But no one wants that. It's like the reverse of those people in the horse costumes. You know, like, the, there's, like, the back half and the front half. But, like, Continue. you guys are facing the front way. Because, like, she would presumably be bent over while you... you oh, yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, walking like a... Yeah, it's going to be really awkward to like get a little like that. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I get it. So, it's like, if you want to remove it, Sure. If you're cool with that, go for it. Like, yeah. if you want to just forego blowjobs, cool. Or if you guys want to work again and try to do it more safely, that's always an option. But, like, she definitely gets the input in that massively because it's her braces and her teeth. I don't know who in their right mind would have a Prince Albert and look at a mouth with braces in it and be like, and yes. be like this is a good idea. Yeah, I would, like, I'm surprised the thing isn't, hey, it got stuck and now I'm terrified to put my dick back in there again because I want it back. Yeah. She might keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think she'd keep it, but she would certainly keep the piercing. And that's worse. Uh, this, is, this is the one hot off the presses. My friend recently announced that he and his new girlfriend are expecting a baby. His very new girlfriend, we are talking uh, conception within the first two weeks. They also have announced the world, or announced to the world at four weeks. Am I a bad friend for being a bit more concerned than I am happy? No. No. No, you are not. No, you're a good friend. There is a reason why most couples wait a little bit of time before announcing a pregnancy. There's a lot that can go wrong. And wait a little bit of time before getting pregnant. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I, I get it. I, I'm 100% on your side here. I think it's a very tricky situation to navigate in terms of... Yeah, it's... You can't un... Well, you can, but that's a them call. Uh, like, unfortunately, you don't have a say in the matter. So it's like, you could be concerned, but your concern doesn't really factor into their situation if they're not getting it, you know, if they're going ahead with the pregnancy. So it's kind of best to keep that to yourself, unfortunately. Yes. What you, know? you need to be is on standby. You need to be ready to be a friend mm -hmm. should it go poorly. Yes. There's, and like, no one benefits from I told you so. Yeah. No one benefits from like, ah, I thought that was a bad idea. You might like, feel good for half a second, but everything after that's going to fucking suck. If this goes poorly, it goes poorly in so many ways. Yeah. Right? Like, like the, the worst case scenario or like all the bad case scenarios in this are, are many, are really, really bad. Mm -hmm. So I think you really just need to. Take a deep breath, mm -hmm. swallow your pride, clock the fact that I, I think it makes you a good friend to be concerned about your For friend. Sure. But I think you do need to just sort of like let them It let makes them be you there. a better friend to be able to swallow that feeling and be a good friend. And, and wait for your time to help. Comfort and support should it need. Mm -hmm. And celebrate if it all works out. Yeah. If it all works out, great. hey, great. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. But if it doesn't work out, you need to be, you've got to take a step back and be like, oh, I knew that was going to suck for you. <laughs> I knew this was going to blow you up You fucking your face. idiot. That's no, bad. That's, that's not it. I'm out. Okay, here. I got more. All right. Um, well, how do I change from relationship to friends? Was casually seeing someone, caught feelings, but he is unavailable. Says he wants more. Says he wants more, but can't because his life is blowing up. Lost job, truck broke down, lost apartment. He is a part of a mutual friend group, but there is much hesitation. I'm nervous I'll get hurt. He won't talk to me about all the things that are happening, but will message me when, his, when he's out partying. I feel like a friendship would be better, but don't know how to transition. 
So it sounds like you want to break up. Yeah. Is that, is that what I'm getting? That's, that's yeah. a break up what you're deciding? Yeah, I think uh, transitioning to friends, maybe. Transitioning out of the relationship, very easy. That's something you can do. Yeah, it's, it's really not up to you whether or not this yes. goes from relationship to friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can literally just be like, hey, what, what's happening here isn't working. Still like you, would like to remain friends. And they can take it or leave it. And yeah. I think most of the time, depending on, like, to say how long? Mm, no. Depending on how long it is or how serious it is or who you guys are as a person, people, as a people, you know what I mean. Uh, it can often take a lot of time apart to be able to transition back to friends. It's very hard to just, like, click your fingers and be like, we're friends. Yeah. Uh, and I think you need to be ready for the fact that you probably won't be, at least initially. Um, but yeah, if you're done with a relationship, you do need to tell them by all means offer to be friends. And if they're down, great. But even if they are down, the odds are that it's not going to work pretty quickly. And if it does again, great, but just be ready for that not to be perfect. Also be ready to feel bad about the fact that like this dude seems to be having a, a tough go with things. Yeah. Don't let that guilt talk you into staying into a relationship you don't want to be in for sure longer, right like that's not good for him, anybody him being very be like ah oh, fuck you know truck broke down lost my job lost my apartment now you're breaking up with me i feel like it would be very very easy to be like oh sorry and then like stay in that relationship mm-hmm. but no one benefits from staying in a relationship no. they don't want to be in because now you're just like prolong you've you've ripped a band-aid off and then you've put it back on and now you're slowly tearing it off yeah and you're just making it worse. Yeah, you're also, doubling down on the, the shit. Be careful not to be like, hey, I'm dumping you because your life sucks. Yeah. Because that sucks. Yeah. Just I, 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 Here's what I would say is, I don't feel like I can support you as a romantic partner right now, but I can support you as a friend. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is the, the safest way for me to do that or, or the, the best way for me to do that. Um, and I would really, really like to be there for you mm-hmm. going forward. Or even just like, the reason you gave us, which is that you caught feelings, you want to move on, but he won't slash can't. So it's like, great. That's a very reasonable thing to say to someone. Be like, hey, I wanted this to move forward, but you said you're not available and I don't really want to be in this gray area. I like you as a friend. Can we do that? And don't listen to him when he says, okay, yeah, let's get together. Because chances <laughs> yes, are he's just saying that because he doesn't want to lose another thing in his life. And then you're getting the, you know, commit. Stick to your yeah. guns. No matter what it is, if you want to break up with them, break up with them and don't let the guilt or... The, the misdirection get you. Mm-hmm. Now, these two questions were like left shamefully on tables last month and no one handed them up and we found them later on. So I'm just going to read them out. And if it was you and you came back, shame on you. Uh, one's fine. Did you ever hand out branded condoms as promotional material? So we thought about it. We did. We, we thought it was a good idea. One, it's getting like branded condoms is so expensive. Very it expensive. It was like, I think like over $200 for, I think 50. We are not wealthy. Condoms. Um, and two, I don't know how safe mm-hmm. buying branded condoms on Amazon is. Yeah. Especially off like random brands you've never heard about. If it was like, Hey, Durex want to, you know, yeah. sure. But like, I don't even remember the fucking names. Steve's like, cool. Dick wrappers. Steve's cool. Rubber device. Yeah. No. Uh, so, Funnily enough, podcasting doesn't make you a lot of money. Maybe one day. <laughs> and lastly, and this one, I realize we're all going to know why this was left in shame. How to convince my girlfriend to start an OnlyFans. Don't. Don't. Just don't do it. It's not your decision that to make. That is, I will say, unless she 
every time she opens her laptop, the like create a new page of OnlyFans opens up, and you can tell that she wants to. Yeah, if every but day hasn't she's been like, able to take the leap. Chaz, fuck, I just I can't click the button. I just, I really want a Chaz, and I, and you're like, hey, girl, you're beautiful, you are loved, you can do what you want, your body is your own, and then she's like, well, thank you, Chaz, you're not like all those other Chazes, and then you Healy away, because your name is Chaz, and there's no way you're not wearing Heelys. <laughs> uh, we got a few more questions, I think. Thank you for all those, they were great. Yeah, you guys fucking came out. You came out. framed them. I like that you guys applauded for yourselves. Yeah, are you applauding for yourselves, you weirdos? <laughs> Who fucking started that? Get them a shot. Uh, what we got? What time we got? We got we got time for like one more. Okay. Oof. I got a, I got a good one. I got some good ones. Okay. Fuck. I'm gonna hit you. This one maybe maybe is quick. Maybe we can do both. So I do tenders and stuff. So maybe we'll do this one. Okay. Yeah. 32 year old male, 58 year old male. Accidentally got into bed with my father-in-law. Extremely embarrassing. It's not an accident. My father-in-law is staying with us and he has our bedroom while he's here. Wife and I were drinking and watching TV and she went upstairs earlier. I had had a few and accidentally went into our room. He had the covers on so I could only see an outline of his body. I got naked and got into bed. Rolling over, I spooned who I thought was my wife. He then turns around, switches on the bedside light and yells my name loudly. I panic, leap out of bed, try to put my boxers on but trip over and fall down. Ultimately, I ended up crawling out of the room. I'm now on the couch downstairs, too embarrassed to go anywhere near upstairs. Yikes. Oh, I do see that this was sent in from 2000's Ben Stiller. <laughs> um, look, I, I... Is it an accident? Was this your... Oh, okay, here's, Does your here's dad my, have a hot bod? Because you saw the outline yeah. in the sheets. That's all I'm saying. How... I need an honest answer. How hard did you get when he yelled your name? <laughs> did that did that awaken something in you? You you need to fake your death. Yeah, you one hundred percent have to. The next the next time you see this man, say, "Oh, hey, did I mention that I've taken up recreational flying? Mm -hmm. I've yeah, I've, I've I've I'm I'm starting to get my pilot's license. I'm going out for my first like flight." Mm -hmm. on my own today and I'm really really excited and then you hire someone to crash a plane into a building yeah no no not, not, not built that. no not that not that mountain into the, the side sea. of a ravine the sea the sea fuck the fishes <laughs> damn you took that the worst way I yeah get out no uh don't no don't do that we're gonna edit, edit that out guys <laughs> Uh, no, just, yeah, you got to fake your own death. You can't come back from this. You know what I think? If you do want to die, I think you look your wife in the eyes and say, sorry, baby, just look so much like you. His, his body, I, I literally can't tell you guys apart. If you guys turn around and stand with your backs, I don't know which one I want to fuck. <laughs> he, There's no way of knowing. Honey, he looked, felt, and smelled exactly like you. Yeah. It's not my fault. Your dad's got a dump truck. <laughs> Maybe if your dad wasn't so fucking hot. You hear me, Larry? You fucking hear me? You get out of that bed. Hey, no, actually, you stay in that bed. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Thanks, Chaz. <laughs> uh, 
I think it's going to be it for questions tonight. That is it for questions, but we're not done. Don't fear. We've got more, and it's our Tinder review section of the night. At the end of the episode, we like to hop onto either Tinder or Bumble or Hinge and peruse the dating profiles out in the wild and uh, comb them for red flags. See what works, see what doesn't work, and never to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. So we're going to have a little audience involvement, and the audience involvement is going to be if you would swipe right, you're going to clap. So we're going to read a profile. We're going to read the... We we're not going to probably talk too do much. it the other way because I don't know how many good ones you've that's, got. That's fine. Um, there, it, it, we're going to read the whole thing. We're not going to talk about photos because we don't like to talk about like people's personality. Yeah. Unless it's there's just a, the text. Unless there's a photo that's wild that mm-hmm. needs to be discussed and it's important. Um, we're just going to do text. So once we're done with the text, we're going to turn it on over to you guys and we will say yay or nay. If it's a yay, you give us a big old round of applause. I'm going to start with Adam. Not anyone in this room, by the way. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Maybe it is. Uh, is it weird? I want to see another girl lick you out, but I might kill her because I'm jealous. Can't figure it out. What is that emoji at the end there? <laughs> I think it's an ice cube. I'll, I'll do it again. I'm so sorry for those that already heard this because it's not great. Is it weird? I want to see another girl lick you out, but I might kill her because I'm jealous. I can't figure it out. And then there's a fucking ice cube or something. I don't know. It is an ice cube. It is a fucking ice cube. It is an ice cube. That makes it better. Uh, So we're going to turn it on over to you. Uh, Would you swipe yes on this charming gentleman? I'm so glad nobody clapped. That's that's powerful energy. It's really great that you're not only saying you're jealous, you're also saying you're maybe murderous. (laughs) Fucking sick combo, dude. I think it's important. I think more men on online dating should admit that they could be a threat. Yeah, this is... He has done a service. And that service is that you will not, hopefully, swipe on this fucker. You got more? I keep going. I'm I'm actually on Tinder right now. Oh, he's a live source. I'll just keep going until you find one. Okay. Uh, Now, this is weird because it's the caption to a temporary profile picture that a man in his, I would say, 60s posted. Uh, but it does read like a dating profile. So, Eam says, oh, Christ. <laughs> I saw it. He kind of looks like Ron Perlman in uh, Sons of Anarchy, but like the Wish.com version. Yeah. Uh, no tattoos, piercings, or hair dye. I like my women like I like my truck, clean and ready for a load. All right, hold on. Let me just cover my ears for the thunderous applause this is going to get. Can we get a uh, can we get a round of applause for everyone who's saying yes to this gentleman? Get out. <laughs> get do we do we note that he's not actually a horse? You guys know that? I'm just yeah. Uh, we lost one. Okay, so it's just one person now. You got one? No, I can't. Hey, find I'll, I'll keep going. Tinder's you know what? Dry for me tonight. And by that I mean everyone seems fine. Oh, that's good. Hey, we're, I'm not going to complain about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with this one. Sure. Um, single mom of one, okay. dog mom to a pug, work in property management, live in Midtown. Now, I say that because you want to rag on Midtown? I was going to say landlords. Yeah, it's not great. That is going to be a, a minus, but I do love pugs. So it gets like a six. Okay. What would you guys swipe? Would you this? swipe? Would you swipe? We got t- tentative for pugs. Okay. Okay. We uh, 38. Oh, no. Absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, This one was sent in to us by an audience member because they're brave. 
Oh. Uh, check out my TikTok. And it's their TikTok. Happily partnered. Sorry if I don't reply. Nothing personal. I just suck at Grinder. What's your favorite anime? Fully vexed. Three out of three. And box two. Would you swipe on this gentleman? <laughs> okay. So what I love about this is you get the important things in there. Happily partnered. Favorite anime. It's a conversation piece. Lets you know about them. And then vaccination status disclosed uh, where it's important. I will say, I found out some really cool things about Grindr, which is that they have like a big whole like stats section. And I really appreciate that they have like your last tested date and stuff in there. So that's really cool. That is very cool. And it's a choice to include them and they are included. And that is sex positive, healthy, safe. Love it. Okay, this is Taylor. She's 25 for those who really <laughs> apparently wanna, care. want to fixate on that. The, the probability of me dating you, or sorry, the probability of me beating you in mini golf is high. I like a challenge and I like mini golf. Would you swipe on this person? Would you swipe on this person? Hey, okay. We got some mini I golf fans. Because yeah. you could do the fun thing of being like, I would beat the shit out of you <laughs> in mini golf. And then if you lose, I let you win. <laughs> or you just make it a fun bet. Yeah. I'll do, winner does something sexy for the loser. Winner or lubes the condom way. up. Yeah. Winner supplies the lotion. Uh, and then the last one for me. Okay. This is Daniel. He's 23. You must be 5'8 or shorter. Must live close enough to be at my house within 10 minutes after I've made the call. Must be genuinely passionate, intelligent enough to be good company, having the ability to take D and very attractive brackets. Mia Khalifa baby face or British MILF body type. If you have a body fat percentage higher than eight, swipe left. Must be employed and have a car. Must be open to spontaneous, freaky, crazy segs. S-E-G-G-Z. Prefer to walk around without clothes. Must know when to speak and when to shut the fuck up. Uh, this one we're going to do differently. Clap if you would swipe no. <laughs> Because the silence might have killed us all. My favorite thing is someone opened the elevator. It opened up and you're like, must be ready for spontaneous freaky sex. And it was just like. <laughs> Very good. Well, the people that arrived did leave. So, oops. Uh, that's, that's me. What? Hey, what the fuck is British MILF body type? Because when I think, when I think older British woman, no shade to older British women. But it's not, it's also varied, you would imagine, especially because this man very clearly likes his porn. Yeah. Because it sounds like that's the only interaction he's had with women. Uh, so I'm sure, yeah, just. Hey, for those of you who are, who have deep dived into the, into porn categories, is there a very specific website that features specifically British MILFs? Uh, of course, there's something for everything. If anyway, okay, we'll talk later. No one's no one's yelled it out, so yeah. I guess we don't. Imagine that. No one really wants to confess up to that one. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. I'm surprised Horse Table didn't yell out that. I don't know. <laughs> you got one? No, that's it for me. All right, you know what, guys? We got one thing left, and that is our bad sex writing segment. But before that, thank you. You guys are all fucking awesome. We really appreciate you coming out, spending a little time with us, being wonderful. Uh, it means a lot. 
And we are also at Comic-Con this weekend if you want to swing by. Yes, if you are going to Comic-Con for whatever reason, we are there mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday for most of the day at the Canadian Podcast Award booth. Um, on top of that, uh, we are here every third Thursday every month. Yeah, and we um, would love for you to come by again and maybe bring some friends or just yourselves because you fucking rock. So the next show would be April 20th. Yep. We will be here doing some things. Thank you. Um, is it... Is it 420? Oh, shit. Oh, We're going to get Dane high for the shit. first time. And, <laughs> uh, and on top of that, we do have a podcast that releases episodes every Monday. So if you liked this, you'll probably like that. We're it's, a little bit more sober sometimes. It's true. It's called Fuck Buddies, a sex and dating advice podcast. You can find it on pretty much every, e- everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, the website is fbuddiespodcast.com to find us on, on all of your preferred things. Um, and finally, thank you very much to uh, Josh Eagle and the Harvest City for their song, Paper Stars. That's fucking my thing to I say, know. you piece of shit. I've never done it, and I wanted to see what it felt like. <sighs> now the burden has lifted. No, you're not a burden, Josh Eagle. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, everyone, there's one stipulation. You all have to get comfy. And I don't believe you unless you make a noise. You have to make an yeah. audible I noise see a to get comfy. All right? They're comfy. Wiggle, <sighs> comfy, comfy, comfy. Yes, yes I see Love it. it. Uh, this one's going to be a lot shorter than last month's one, which was a man fucking a Tetris cube. It's also going to be a little different to that one. I'm sorry. But this is an excerpt from an article in the Toronto Star. Power is sexy, I guess. But there is well... Oh, sorry. I fucked up. Damn it. Power is sexy, I guess. But there is as well the power of a young woman's body in an old man's arms. The power of a mutual attraction that takes your breath away. The power of passionate romance proffered when you thought those days of thrilling aliveness were long gone. I know how deeply hurtful infidelity is to the betrayed, but I can't blame consenting adults for chasing, for surrendering to forbidden desire. You know who I mean. We've got to let John Tory. We've got to stop him. It's literally about John Tory. Nailed it! I'm going to go vomit, so... Nice. My computer decided now when I need to cue our exit music to update. (laughs) Thank you very much, friends. We've been... uh, My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. Thank you. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you. And when I'm trusting her.